Welcome back to the Zume Multiplying Disciples podcast, where we're on a journey to saturate the world with multiplying disciples in our generation. Doug, Eric, thank you guys for making time to hop on once again, as you guys have each been on previous podcast episodes with our Zume Multiplying Disciples podcast. And so today, excited to have you on together as we talk about the topic of mobilization. And so we can have great dreams, great visions, but nothing really happens unless we have people, people involved in the work that God has called us to do and for us to get to do it together. And so you two are just some incredible mobilizers that have been tremendously significant in the Zume journey of mobilizing, creating, and have mobilized in so many other ways globally. And so we'd love to hear just, why don't you real quick, for those who are new listeners, share just a little bit about yourself, and then we can talk about, man, what have you learned in mobilization? What tips would you give? And you know, what are some of the testimonies that have happened? So Doug, why don't you start us off, and then we'll go to you, Eric. Well, Mary, thanks. And it's an honor to be back. Uh, thanks for inviting us. I, but yeah, I, I was struck in college with uh, a bunch of scriptures, actually 52 different passages in a required class I had to take. And, and it changed my life and it uh, caused me to change my major. And I've been in missions ever since. So I would say for me, mobilization is is a critical piece all the way back to that Matthew 9, 35 to 38 prayer. Jesus told us all to ask the Lord of the harvest to raise up harvesters because the harvest was plentiful and the workers are few. So, well, I've kind of dedicated my life to that. And I think Eric, you have too. Eric, you're, you're on tag. You're it. <laughs> well, and it was interesting that the way I, I was mobilized into missions was, uh, it, it was indirect at least if not direct, but it was a mobilization effort of Doug Lucas, who after reading all those verses started asking other students in the college to pray with him about uh, unreached peoples. And they got around maps in their dorm room at the Bible college campus where they were at. And one of those guys happened to be a member of the church where I was in the youth group. And uh, it just happened as the, the Lord would, you know, work it out that I was in a, literally in a house that was it belonged to this guy you know his parents and so i was in that uh, it was a youth after church event and this guy came home after all these prayers and was uh, really excited about missions and unreached peoples and basically mobilizes me to start praying for unreached peoples and mobilizes me into looking at those scriptures and at the stats for missions and uh, basically cast vision uh, for missions and that it was then that atmosphere that god uh, then had plenty of room. I mean, it was like he just set the stage for God to tap me on the shoulder and say, hey, Eric, this is what you're going to do. And um, I mean, that was my calling. And it was because of a mobilization effort because of my friend Doug here that I didn't even know at the time. That's awesome. Genera- generations of mobilization right on this Zoom. And both of y'all have continued just as as mobilizers. So why don't we just break down that word for starters? What do you think of when you hear mobilization? Like, how would you describe that to someone? Movement. Eric, you, like, you first. Well, well I, I just, you know, it's like you, you're getting people 
uh, and people is important, right? Mobilization, you're mo mobilizing people to engage in something that hopefully, uh, and that's part of the magic of it all, <laughs> something that they it would interest them and they would like to do, right? So that, I, I just say, you're, you're getting people to move from, you know, point A to point B, but engaged in whatever activity it is that, um, I mean, that's that simple, you know, it's like, hey guys, get over here, look at this, you know, you want to see this? This is so fun, come join me. So that's in a, in a nutshell. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, Mary, Eric doesn't have a bit of enthusiasm for this, does he? <laughs> you know, we keep trying to help him out, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel the same though. I mean, honestly, the enthusiasm you hear Eric um, voicing here is the enthusiasm he's had since I first met him in 19, probably 78 or nine. He was maybe just a freshman in college and started attending uh, conferences we were doing on the campus where he was going to school, to college, to plan out our, our mission efforts. He was the student, but he, he wanted to be a part of that. And he, he was attending those, those planning meetings because he could see himself already doing this for life. And to me, that was super exciting to have somebody that had that kind of vision. And Mary, isn't that what mobilization is? It's a combination of being able to see a place where God's deep hunger for the world, uh, or maybe you could say the world's deep hunger and God's great gladness come together in an intersection. Uh, I saw that quote once, I think I actually saw it in a book that somebody else was actually quoting a famous theologian, I think, uh, Frederick Beaton or somebody for saying it. And that struck me that really that's what we're all looking for. We're looking for a place in life where we find uh, a, a deep hunger in the world and, and maybe we, we match it with our deep gladness and then God's calling. If we could find a place, Mary, where those three things come together, wouldn't, wouldn't we be happy? And so I think Eric's, Eric could see that early on. And then you stop and think about Mary. He's stuck beside me in this, in this cattle rustling experience, you know, for, for now the last, what has that been? Like 45 years, Mary. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. He's a great teammate. And I think for us, it's a combination of the prayer that we mentioned in Matthew 9 and then getting people what, Eric, how would you say it? Getting them the information, right? Getting them informed about the real need, right, Eric? Yeah, that whole, you know, the thing of change, uh, the, whatever oh, it's called, perfect. the definition of change perfect. is, is yeah. good because you want to you want to uh, appeal to people's, you know, it, it, mobilization is change, right? You're changing someone's uh, activity, you're changing their knowledge, you're changing their awareness, you're changing... And, and and why? Because you're hoping you'll change their their engagement, what they're going to be involved in uh, over time. But it, it's not that complicated. I mean, in the Bible, there are some really good examples in different scenarios. You got Moses who says, you know, 
whoever's on the Lord's side, come over here, you know? And, and then the next thing <laughs> that happens is really, it's kind of a bad situation, but it was like, it was life and death, right? It was life and death for those who heard what he said. Hey, those of you who are on the Lord's side, come over here. Those who did that lived. Uh, those who didn't died that day. Um, you know, so the things that we're involved in, in mission is also life and death. It really, the eternal stake now, it's not life and death maybe for the people that are going to engage with us, but it is for somebody. Somebody out there, if they don't hear this message, it's life and death. I mean, we're talking about eternal consequences. And so we, we you know, we want people to be engaged because it's, it's the result is huge. It's big. And it goes back to the, the mobilizer himself, the, the big mobilizer, God, right? Uh when you know he's the one that brings all this into into being in the first place but even like for instance when Jesus shows up on the scene what does John the Baptist do he becomes a mobilizer he he goes behold the lamb of god and it's like he cast a vision this is the guy <laughs> who's going to take away your sin you want to know this guy look at him you know it's like um so anyway we're we're we follow in the footsteps of these great mobilizers in scripture who have set the way down for us, you know, and, and it was Peter who wrote about God himself in Second uh, Peter 3, 9, right? He says, you know, the Lord's not slow in keeping his promises, you know, like some count slowness, you know, but he, you know, he is patient towards us. Why is he patient? Well, because we're not mobilized yet, you know, he's patient because we, the church, aren't doing our job yet because, look, he, he doesn't desire anybody to perish. And there's a bunch of them out there that are perishing, right? right. It's like, That's so right. he's not, he's patient towards us because he wants us to be mobilized to make, get, to finish this job. And, and he gave us a job. He gave us a task. And it's like, hey, you know, when he speaks to Ezekiel, you know, and says, hey, if I say to someone, they're surely going to die and you don't give them a message, you don't speak up to save their life, you know, there's consequences. Yeah, that person dies, but also I'm going to hold, you know, their blood at your hand. So anyway, it's catching the vision of what God is doing and then and then like engaging it yourself. And you're like, oh, this tastes so good. And you feel like the lepers, you know, that are um, in uh, what is it? Second King six or seven there. It's like they're out there. They they're the ones that were in siege in Samaria. And then they. And then they're sitting there, what should we do? You know, this is pretty bad. We're going to die here, you know, and I don't want to eat any more dung. I don't want to eat bird's dung. I don't want to have to pay for it. You know, it's like they're lepers and nobody likes us anyway. What should we do? Let's let's just go out there and let's go out there to the, the enemy. Maybe the enemy will give us some food. And they go out there and the whole place is empty and the and the tents are full of food and they're they're sitting there and they're just chowing down and eating it up and they're just they're just really having a good time and then one of them looks to each other and says wait a minute we've got we've got family we got friends we got neighbors that are all back there still eating birds dung you know they're still lining up to buy a donkey head to eat you know look at us it's wrong if we don't share if we don't you know we we've got to We've got to share this. Let's go. This is a bad thing that we're doing. We got to do the right thing. Let's go tell them. And and so they did. And everybody got to share. And everybody got to eat some good stuff, you know, and, and get rid of the, the birds done. <laughs> so. Mary, this is the dramatized scriptures according to Eric. <laughs> Eric, have you considered a podcast series? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Here, let's right. mobilize you right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
you know, it's we we get to live this story, and uh, and and honestly, that principle, if it's like, well, why wouldn't we share it? So when I when I'm like trying to mobilize someone, I'm not at all like I, I wouldn't want to mobilize them to something that's like stinky, you know, or like something that unless it's unless that stinky is leading to really cool things, you know. So it's like usually if I'm saying, hey, come do this, I'm like I'm already excited about doing it, and I want to share it. It's like that's simple and. And then usually what happens is they want to get some of their friends to do it too. Like recently, uh, the prayer global um, you oh, know, yeah. tool. It's like, yeah. I got to taste that thing for the first time. And then someone else, you know, had made it months before, but I, I'd never really tasted it yet, you know? And finally I tasted it and I was like, man, this is cool. And I was at a college campus, actually the same campus where, you know, I ended up having those first meetings with Doug and and those others that were planning missions. So I was at that very same campus and uh, I tried that tool out and I was like, man, I reached out to Chris who's out in Colorado and said, Hey, you know, is there any way I could use this to, you know, can I get a few more people doing this? And so he challenged me. He says, yeah, why don't you create a, a challenge group and, uh, and, and just ask them all to pray through the whole world by such and such date. You know, I go, okay, cool. And so like in five minutes, we created created it, gave it a name. We called it ICOM. And then uh, I, I, I launched it with 10 students and maybe eight of them did it. And so, and then within two hours, we had another 60 students do it. And uh, off to the races, we went. 52 days later, over 1,400 prayer warriors had prayed through the world. And I was like, I didn't recruit all those 50. 1400. I was like, I didn't do that. I just, I, but I did reach out to about 30, you know, and I just kept, and I just said, Hey, this is really cool. You want to taste it? You want to see, let's pray through the whole world. What do you think? You know, this is awesome. You know, the tool itself was cool. And then doing it was cool. And then, you know, God shows up and does his thing, but man, 1400 people praying really decent, awesome, you know, scriptural prayers that matter, that make a difference in the lives of millions around the world. That's awesome. So, Mary, you can tell uh, Eric is uh, connected well to prayer, and I really love that part about him. And I can tell you, uh, Mary, that he lives this every week. He he goes prayer walking with a, a buddy of his, and they're, in a sense, recruiting or mobilizing an entire town full mm. of people to get involved. And they do that as well through Zume. And, and I know that's part of why you do this podcast because you believe strongly in that tool. But Eric, I got to say, is the guy who recruited me to be involved in Zume. Uh, he, he just kind of, you know, started asking me to attend some of the meetings. And in a sneaky way, Mary, he, he would ask me to, to, to share a piece of one of the talks. And I know at the time that was very kind of him because he had to be thinking deep down inside, this guy is clueless about this material. <laughs> but but by asking me to come there and share a piece of one of the, the talks, it was almost like the lady who told me years ago, if you want to have a great successful parade, you invite a lot of high school bands and then their parents will come and watch them march in the parade. So in a way, that's kind of what he was doing. He was saying, we're going to get you here to blow your trumpet on something, but really we want you here for the parade. And he got me hooked on all this disciple-making movement stuff. So I think you've got to say that although in our particular organization, 
where Eric and I are employed, I happen to be the guy that on paper, I'm like the president and he's the vice president. But in this respect, he was leading me from behind, mobilizing me to this disciple-making movement material, this disciple-making movement strategy, this disciple-making movement life. And uh, he did. He won me over to it. And now I'm a real believer and have groups that I'm facilitating on my own and have probably facilitated, I don't know, I'd have to stop and count, but I think 16 or 17 Zume groups just because he got me hooked. And I think part of what we owe it, Mary, to the people that we, uh, you know, the people that are around us in our social network is to pass along to faithful people the stuff that God's entrusted us. And Zume is one of the tools that we can use to do that. So you must have a fun you must have a fun life mobilizing as well, right, Mary? Because you're doing the very same thing, right? Yes. Yeah. And I share in the enthusiasm and the passion. And so any chance I get to share how excited I am, I'm like, let's go. <laughs> and okay. so, yeah, and it, it, you know, and the, some of the things you're talking about, it's, it's mobilizing out of the passion and, you know, examples we see in scripture. And, you know, when we know something good, we want to share it. But also it's true is, you know, true for all of us, it's as people who are doing it ourselves, you know, it's from the model that, you know, not perfect, but in growth and progress, living out, you know, ourselves and from that testimony getting to share with others. And so for you all, it's cool. You shared a little bit of your Zume journey and that mobilizing what does it look like to mobilize others? You know, for those listening that maybe have been doing it for a long time and are just wanting to try something new or, or just getting started, what does it look like to mobilize like very practically uh, people into like a Zoom group, whether it's on Zoom or it's in person or, or other team members? What have you guys found helpful? You've just been doing some of that, Eric. I, I know I know a guy named Jim and you've just been doing this with him. Why don't you kind of walk through what the way you look at that? Well, um, so one of the tools that's available in the Zume community is uh, the online groups. And I, I love that little feature. And so, it, in fact, uh, I've now, I mean, again, I found this and I started using it. And I was like, man, you, and I just go on to this group of like 175 coaches and say, you guys should do this. This is really cool. I, I find it one of the, at least one of the effective ways to just put the word out. And then that word goes to thousands, literally, of people who have registered for Zume. And, and so it offers them a chance to go through the course together with you. And you could be the trainer, facilitator, uh, and you just, you know, it's made simple. I, I like simple tools. They, those are the ones that multiply, right? So we just offer it and then they sign up and it comes to you in a, in a little software package and you follow up with them on email and tell them, you know, about how the you know, you send them the Zoom link where you're going to be meeting. You ask them a few questions of why they're, you know, signing up and what, what they're hoping to get out of the course. And, you know, you give them a little pointers and it's like an introductory email. And then basically you show up and they show up and you have a great time. You get to know them. You connect with them. You, you, you know, you learn about them. You pray with them. You become friends with them. Uh, and they might be all from the same place or they might be in lots of different places as well. And, and so, you know, there's, there's a there's several different parts. You can be the facilitator, or you could help. Facil you could be uh like in, we have the the thing called Mall, which is 
model, assist, watch, leave. It's a training cycle. So that itself is one way to mobilize others, right? Because you're going to model for them and then you get somebody to come along with you and then you help them, you assist them as they model for somebody else. And then you can step even back farther and watch them as they assist somebody else. So it's like you constantly have this training cycle you're doing with people. That way you multiply yourself. You're mobilizing yourself uh, into many, 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 many different places around the world. So it's fun. It's just a, and I've met people from, sometimes I have people from all over the world in one Zoom A via Zoom group, or sometimes I just have, uh, you know, like right now I got five people from one country, you know, in the, and even from one city, they all know each other. So they're, I'm just doing it with them. And uh, it's really cool, but it's a different language. They speak a different language, but they know enough English to go through it. So, you know, Mary, the other thing that occurs to me is that Zoom A does have several, uh, tools built into its uh, system, thanks to the really uh, great vision of the Zume executive team that plans it out. So, for instance, uh, as you know, Mary, because this is essentially where the podcast sits anyway, so people are probably familiar with this. But if they're not, if we have a listener that's not thought about it before, you know, if they just go to zume.vision and scroll just a little bit down, they'll see a metric of the world population, and then those that are being born with no access to the gospel today. And as you're recording this podcast with us, I'm looking at the number grow. It's haunting, 110,531, 110,535, and so on. And then the third metric of the deaths without Christ today, 75,448. 75,452. And then there's a button in the middle of that page that shows global maps. One of them is a real-time map that is designed to show what people are doing in Zume at this very moment. And this is probably familiar, I bet, to all of your listeners. But if they haven't gone that gone to that before, it's something that Eric loves. I've seen him open it up so much because literally every minute or two or three. There's some group somewhere studying a part of Zuma. I mean, as I'm looking right now, one minute ago, there's somebody studying the SOAPS Zuma lesson from Sao Paulo, Brazil. And two minutes ago, and their initials are here with a little map showing where they're located, the IP address popped, that they're studying the section on baptism and how to do it. Uh, this, this is just an example. I mean, we've literally had uh, thousands of people that have accessed Zume in literally just the last 100 hours. Uh, and it's wonderful mobilization material to show people so we can get them involved, Mary. It really is. It's great just using the resources that show even how others are engaging in it. And right. I think, you know, the big vision that we cast, it's you know, it can be as simple as just this next step or as big as, you know, how how much can we dream to see the possibilities? And so meeting people just right where they're at in in that journey of getting to, to share and just invite them to be a part. And so as we kind of come to a close here, is there anything else you guys would just like to share, you know, stories of just mobilizing within Zume and just tips for people to help mobilize others. What do you think? A hundred percent of the people you meet 
can be blessed by you and you helping mobilize them into uh, the all of the tools, principles, concepts, lifestyle that Zume um, has put together, you know, for you. 100% of the people can be blessed by something in there. And um, I just, you know, it's like right now, uh, football's big in, in the country and they're getting down trying to figure out who's going to be in the Super Bowl and all that. And it's like thousands and thousands and thousands of people, right, come in and but they're like spectators. Imagine a stadium where everybody's playing, you know, imagine <laughs> imagine a stadium that's created so that there's no spectators. There's actually there's people that are playing. And in fact, if there are spectators, they're the ones that you're trying to get down on the field. Or you're trying to get out of those places to get down and play. And it's like everybody gets to play in th- this game of life that the Lord created us for. He, that's our purpose to be come like him to engage in what he's doing and, be, and whether it's a game, whether it's just as serious as it's, it's life and death, you know, encounters, but it's like hundred percent, hundred percent that, and that's, nobody likes to stand on the sidelines when you can play, you know, my friend Doug here, he, he loves to play soccer versus the the football, you know, cause Hey, more of us can get out there and play that thing, chase that ball around. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. I, but that's what I love about the kingdom. It's like, and if you read scripture, you just see, you see that, Hey, there's places for leaders. There's places for servants. Everybody's got a role. Everybody in the body has a piece, you know, we're all part of one body, but we, and we have many different things we could do. And it's whether you have a passion or a skill, or if you just have the attitude of what does it take, you know, what, what's it going to take to accomplish the mission that God gave us. And it's like, we need everybody. It's like all hands on deck every day, 24 seven you know, all hands on deck, let's go, you know, you know, what are you going to do? What am I, how can I help you, you know, achieve and, and uh, fulfill the dream that God's given for you? And and that's when I was mobilizing and that was my role specifically uh, in, in the mission is like, we go to these conventions and speak with thousands of people. Right. And it was like, I don't, anybody that walks by here can be used by God for this purpose. So let's, let's try to match them up. It's, it's, that's, that's, that's what we're doing. We're really trying to match them up and connect them and, and, and get them involved. It's like, hey, what do you need? I use this thing called Rack. Uh, any any kind of volunteer that you're gonna, you got to think of what resources do they need? R. What what attitudes do they need to do the thing that they're gonna do? A. And uh, C. What competencies or skills? You know. So that's the C of Rack. And then K is knowledge. What knowledge do they need to do this job? And that so part of the thing of a mobilizer is to rack every one of those opportunities and and spill that you know spell that out and do the thinking ahead of time for them to help them. But you can also ask them to you know as they're coming into it. Well, what do you need? What do you perceive that you need? You know, for uh, doing this role that we're trying to mobilize you into. So anyway, all that is helpful. Resources, attitude. What was the C, Eric? Competencies competencies and you can put in skills yeah yeah and then uh knowledge knowledge what knowledge do they need yeah and that's Uh, that and that helps you in your training you know it helps you in your training for these people i'm writing this down it's good stuff eric mary i was just going to add that let's remember at the end of the day that all of this begins with prayer that's where jesus told us to start it's the lord's work matthew 9 35 through 38 so let's start all of it with prayer, asking God to raise up the workers because the harvest is plentiful and there aren't enough. There aren't enough. Even in the org with which we work, we could use a hundred new missionary recruits today, literally. If we had a hundred new applicants today, 
we could place all of them. There aren't enough. And so it all starts with prayer to the Lord. And then the second thing I would say, Mary, is it's just kind of simple. I saw a uh, video recently, and the guy summed it up this simply. He said, um, who are you today? Just ask yourself that. You know, what are you living for and who are you today? And then second, what do you want to be five years from now? What, what do you want to look back on and say, what do I wish that I could have become? Or what legacy do I wish that I could have left five years from now? And then the third question he asked was, what are you doing about it? What are you doing to get there? What what step will you take today to get there? And I think at the end of the day, Mary, really mobilization, whether it's with Zume or anything else for this great cause of the kingdom, um, it all boils down to somebody somewhere deciding they're going to take initiative. It's it's taking action and you don't you don't get this stuff done you don't start a zoom course you know you don't i mean think of the people who who built the zoom system this is like a quarter million dollars worth of program and this didn't happen because somebody sat around and laid in their bed on a on a saturday morning watching talk shows this happened because people gave dearly of their lives. And I think that's what mobilization is, is realizing this is a cause worth living for. And if we live for it, people will change, hearts will change, and they'll end up with white robes, Mary, on that day. And they'll be standing side by side looking for somebody they know. And they'll say, well, I remember a guy named Eric led me in an online Zume course. I'll find him. And then they look over and find Eric Derry and they go over and stand by him. That will be a tremendous outcome, won't it? If we can all have white robes on that day, that's the outcome we're looking for, Mary. And that, that's what I would say is take initiative to get to that day with all the all the people that we can bring with us, right? Amen. Amen. We run as running for the prize to win the prize. And so, that's right. yeah, praise the Lord. Thank you, Eric, Doug, for your time and sharing and just the ways that you have faithfully served and the testimony of your friendship and co-laboring for over yeah, 40, 45 years. And it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> it's beautiful. And so, yeah, may we all grow in mobilization um, out of just love for others and love for God and making disciples. Thanks for listening. To learn more, go to zume.vision. To be equipped, go to zume.training.